I am so glad you're listening today. I hope you and your family are doing well here in our household. My youngest had her tonsils out a few days ago, and we had a rough few days, but now she is on the mend. She's getting better. It's day four. (laughs) I am at her every beck and call. We have had jello, uh, mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese. That's her new thing that she's having today. So anyway, she's getting better. And in a few weeks, she will go back off to college because summer is almost over. Um, let's talk about today's episode. And I want to start by asking you a question. This is it. What do you do when life isn't going the way you planned? <laughs> Now, I know some of you are listening and saying, April, my life is going perfectly. No, I know the truth. What do you do when life isn't going the way you planned? Man, when you hit those obstacles in the road, when life sends you a big fat curveball, what in the world do you do? Let me stop and tell you a story that happened to me when I was about seven. My family and I went to Hawaii. My dad was speaking there. My brothers and sisters and I were out on the beach, and Joel and I had rented these rafts that, um, you know, we were riding the waves with. And those waves were ginormous. I mean, we were having so much fun. After a while, I don't remember all the circumstances, but I laid back on my float with my face, you know, facing the sun. And little did I know that I would fall asleep. And I didn't, you know, I didn't know I fell asleep. And when I opened my eyes, I looked at the beach and nobody was there. And I thought, what in the world? Where'd everybody go? And the amazing thing is I didn't freak out. I just kind of stood there and I looked around and nobody was, I couldn't see people anywhere. I put my float under my arm and I turned to the right and I began to walk. I walked a long way. And finally, in a distance, I could see people. (laughs) I was so happy. And in the very far distance, I could see my family, my brothers and sisters. And it looked like they were gathering up their stuff to go inside. My brother Joel saw me and he pointed at me. And all my brothers and sisters ran to me. And they were just so happy to see me. And I thought, wow, look at this. You know, why are they so happy to see me? (laughs) I knew I was the youngest and the favorite, but, you know, really. (laughs) So anyway... Everybody was so excited to see me except my oldest brother, Paul, and he was mad at me. And he looked at me and he said, you go tell mama and daddy what you've done. And y'all, I had no clue what I'd done. Little did I know I had fallen asleep on that raft and I had disappeared for hours. My siblings had looked for me up and down that beach. They looked all in the water. Y'all, they finally came to the conclusion that I must have drowned. When I saw them, They were gathering up their belongings to go in and tell Mama and Daddy that I was gone. Man, I can't even imagine how they must have felt. The sobering reality to me, especially as I'm remembering this story, is I could have floated out to sea. I could have floated way out into the deep. Thank God I stayed along the shore. And, you know, the other amazing thing to me as a seven-year-old, I can't believe I didn't freak out. I guess I didn't learn to freak out by then, you know, at that point in my life. (laughs) I've since learned how to freak out. But, you know, I didn't freak out. I just kind of looked around and thank God, by the grace of God, I turned to the right and I just began walking. See, I realize now as I'm remembering that story, what if I would have just stayed there? What if I just kind of would have freaked out and sat down on the sand and began to cry and just stayed there without any movement? 
you know, no telling what would have happened. Thank God I stepped out to get to the place I needed to be, even though I had no clue which direction to go. Now, let me ask you something. Have you ever wondered how in the world you've gotten to the place that you're currently in today? I'm not referring to that place of success. I'm referring to that place of turmoil, that place of pain, that place of so far in debt you don't know how you're going to get out, (laughs) that place where maybe you've lost your job or you've lost your home, or maybe it's a place where you and your family are barely hanging on together. Or maybe you're at a place today where you just don't know which way to turn. I want to encourage you today Where you are is not permanent. You may feel stuck, but you are not stuck. How are you going to get through it? One decision at a time. How are you going to keep going? One step at a time. Just keep walking. Joe Girard said the elevator to success, it's out of order. You'll have to use the stairs. One step at a time. Listen, folks. Don't allow yourself to get stagnant. Don't allow yourself to get stuck in the circumstances of your situation. Don't let what is happening around you to take over and weigh you down. Walk through today. Walk through today's difficulty. It's a season. It's temporary. You are going to come through this. And realize this, your situation It's no surprise to God. So be careful not to get stuck in questioning God. God, why is this happening? Why am I going through this? Why now? Where are you, God? You know, we've all asked those questions. Have you figured out yet that you're not going to be able to figure everything out? (laughs) And if we're not careful, folks, questions can cause us to get stuck. Unanswered questions can cause us to get bitter and angry and definitely lose our motivation. It can cause us to stop growing and to stop moving forward. Part of trusting God is letting go of the unknown, the unanswered questions, the whys, the everything else, and just saying, God, I don't understand it, but I'm trusting you. I believe you're working things out on my behalf, that you're working all things together for good. God, you know, I just have to believe that all these pieces of the puzzle one day are going to make sense. And I choose today to trust and keep on walking through all of this. Some people have problems for every solution. God has a solution for every problem. And situations are going to disappoint you. People are going to disappoint you. But listen, folks, God will never disappoint you. In fact, the scripture says in Hebrews, He will never under any circumstance desert you. He's not going to give up on you. He's not going to leave you without support. He will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor will he forsake you or let you down or relax his hold on you. Oh, man, I love that. I don't know what you're going through today, but I want to encourage you to keep on going. Keep not quitting. Keep hanging in there. And by all means, stop living in the past and the mistakes of yesterday and the failures and the would-haves, the could-haves, the should-haves. Listen, failure isn't final. 
that rejection you experienced, it just might be a redirection in your life. Your current mess just might be that miracle in the making. Change your outlook and your life will begin to change for the better. See, folks, what you give power in your life has power over you. Now, how can I make that practical? If the naysayers have power over your life, then you're going to be ruled by the naysayers. So what am I saying? Tune out those naysayers. See, not everyone needs to know what you're facing. Not everyone needs to know what you're going through. Be careful because a listening ear can turn into a running mouth. (laughs) Amen to that. Tune out the negative. When you let go of the negative, your life instantly becomes more positive. And then tune out those thoughts that are saying you can't get through this and you're not going to make it and you're going to just fall to pieces. Tune those thoughts out. Tune out the excuses. When you let go of the excuses, you begin to see results. Listen, folks, you are stronger than you know. Mama, with all those kids running, running around in your life right now, in your house right now, you are stronger than you know. Daddies and, and mamas and, and college kids out there right now, you are stronger than you know. Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep on going. <laughs> Listen, folks, keep on going. When you keep going, you keep on growing. What am I saying? Create a life that makes you want to get up every morning, even though you're facing difficulties, even though life isn't where you want it yet, even though bad things are happening in your life today. Wayne Dyer said, if you believe it will work out, you'll see opportunities. If you believe it won't, you'll see obstacles. See, folks, you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to begin. Martin Luther King said, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take that first step. See, work hard to not get overwhelmed with everything that's going on in your, on in your life. Focus on today, not tomorrow, not next week, not your 10-year goals. Focus on today. All you need is a little progress each day. That's what is going to lead to results. Every single day, remind yourself of who you are you know what? I'm a child of the Most High God. I got this. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Every day, shake off that negativity. Listen, positive people have negative thoughts too. They just don't let it control them. Every single day, folks, take control of your thoughts. Every day, tell yourself, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to doubt the faithfulness of God. I'm not going to focus on the magnitude of the miracle that I need, but I'm going to focus on the amazing God that I serve. I'm going to get through this. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. A lot may come against me, but I'm going to make it through this thing. God has given me strength for this battle. He's going to give me wisdom that I need to make the right moves and the right decisions. I'm going to stay in peace. I'm going to walk in the grace that I need for today. I'm going to stay calm in all of these situations that I'm facing. Do you know there's a scripture for that? Psalm 94, 13, that you may give him the power to keep himself calm in the days of adversity. You need to write that little puppy down on your mirror in the bathroom today. Psalm 94, 13, that you may give him power to keep himself or herself calm in the days of adversity. (laughs) I love that. 
every day say to yourself, I'm going to rise above my circumstances, knowing that God has everything under control. My little grandbaby, Penelope, she just turned two years old. When she's at my house and we turn on music, she she stands there and her legs begin to go up and down. Her little knees begin to bend and, and her arms go up in the air. It's like she thinks she's really dancing. She's bouncing, you know, just bouncing with her knees. I love watching her because a smile comes on her face. That music starts and she begins to bounce away. <laughs> you know what, folks? It's time to get your bounce back. Even when you're facing difficulty, get your bounce back. Even when life is crazy, get your bounce back. Even when all hell is breaking loose in your house, get your bounce back. Change begins with you. You can't change everything overnight, but you can begin to move in a better direction. The scripture says, if you wait for perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. Listen, don't wait. Don't go another day drowning in your circumstances. Take control of you. Get out of the passenger seat and get in the driver's seat. Take the wheel. Shape your world. And know this, folks. You're going to make it through this. You're going to have a great story to tell. Keep going. You're going to get there. You have what it takes. So listen, put some good-looking shoes on and walk this thing out. And remember One small positive thought in the morning and one very large cup of coffee can change your whole day for the better.